0: Welcome to Knowledge on the Go, where we explore the best practices that have emerged in Vizient's PI collaboratives. I'm Marilyn Sherrill, PI Program Director at Vizient. On this episode, we'll discuss the program at Keck Medicine at USC to improve sepsis care. Joining the podcast are three members of the team involved in that initiative.
1: Our organization is a quaternary care facility and we do not have an emergency room and that's important to share with the audience because it has a significant impact on how we manage sepsis. Dr. Lisa Johnson is director for quality and outcomes at Keck
0: Hospital, which is part of Keck Medicine at USC, and she has led the efforts to manage sepsis patients. Here, she details how recent improvement efforts
1: began. The primary way that we went about approaching improving our sepsis management performance was to start with a strategic plan that was derived from a gap analysis, because it was really important that we understood what had been tried in the past and was unsuccessful and incorporating and assessing the cultural aspect of our care delivery teams, as well as any organizational structures and barriers interviewing people prior to deciding or determining your first step forward was really finding out what's meaningful to them. Bringing all of those elements together was essential and vital to our success. And understanding that the physicians are that decision-making stakeholder and having a strong physician champion was pivotal to our success and was essential for us to move forward. I would say it was kind of challenging for us because we've been through
2: this road before in Keck and it was not successful.
0: Tuesday Rodriguez is the clinical quality specialist who works with Dr. Johnson and the project's physician champion to chart a new approach to sepsis care. She talks about the value of the physician champion role but this time we were more hands-on and we
2: were really involved. Dr. Kang's involvement is pivotal because as we all know, physicians tend to listen to their peers. I'm a nurse. I had challenges in the beginning because they're like, well, who are you? Why are you telling me what to do? You're a nurse, right? But as soon as we have this physician champion, which is Dr. Kang, involved, it made a big difference. Tarina actually will email the attending or the resident or even call them personally and walk them through the step one bundle and they feel like, okay, we have a doctor, a nurse, and the quality department behind us. And we have also our CMO, Dr. Hall, who's been very supportive of us.
0: Dr. Tarina Kong is the physician who took on the role champion to guide other physicians through the new sepsis management approach. It has been a learning experience for her and the other physicians she is trying to reach.
3: I believe that I can leverage my anecdotal experience as a physician with what I know are the best practices with evidence-based medicine to work with fellow physicians so that I can educate and promote better outcomes. As a physician, I can solicit other physicians to participate and help protocolize care. Definitely, the way that I reach out to physicians has evolved. I have to constantly remind myself that the way that I interact with physicians about sepsis should be an ongoing conversation, not a one sided announcement through email or text or page. It's important for me to have an open dialogue or to maintain an open dialogue when talking to doctors about protocols and compliance. So, the basic rule of thumb that I follow is first and foremost, I have to remember that physicians always want to do right by patients. When I'm trying to talk about the way that I think that their care should be with regards to the scp one bundle, I have to remember that it's about learning and it should not be punitive. That doesn't mean that you can't be firm when you talk to physicians about it. Compliance with bundles and protocols is a binary thing. You either are doing it or you're not. But you can still have a very collaborative and constructive conversation where you know that the doctor is going to have compliant cases and non-compliant cases for the long game. So that means that I have to be patient. I have to think to myself every time the physician says to me, well, you know, I did that or that's what I was trying to say or why are you asking me to do that? That's not appropriate for this patient. Anytime you get these types of statements or questions, I have to say, okay, by the end of this conversation, this doctor is going to be like, okay, I got it. And kind of looking forward to the next case where they can sort of try out this new way of thinking. There's a reason why the national compliance average is around 60%. I mean, it's really hard to be compliant. So I just have to remind myself that this is a long game and that it has to be an ongoing conversation where both of us are interacting and collaborating with one another.
0: Dr. Johnson recognizes the unique challenges Dr. Kong faces in the crucial physician collaboration.
1: As a physician champion, she was in a very difficult position because she did have to have very crucial conversations that fundamentally were educational, but as she stated, were firm. And she had to frequently say things to her peers that no one else was really willing to say in the past. And I think that that was a pivotal moment for our growth as an organization because she was willing to say what hadn't been said before so that we could objectively provide not only only the facts, but also that educational and evidentiary support so that we could change how we practice.
3: The way that you can have a two-sided, engaged conversation where the physician is really going to listen to you is if you know the patient as well as the physician does, to the best of your ability. I mean, obviously that physician knows the patient best because they're taking care of the patient. But when you're coming back with information about that physician's patient, it's vitally important that you understand the best of your ability, the circumstances by which the patient is being taken care of and the challenges that the physician is having to take care of that patient in the current environment, that requires that you go into the chart and you really learn about the patient. That means that you have to read all of the notes, what was done to the patient, what was ordered, the vital signs at the time, before, during and after, the work of nursing when antibiotics were ordered and when they were given and saying, well, it sounds like during this period, this was what was going
0: on. Once you do that, I think that you can create a level of trust. Tuesday agrees that being familiar with the patient record is crucial. Like what Dr.
2: Kong said, you have to know the patient I have a partner, Mabi George. She's a data abstractor. So before I make that crucial phone call, me and her would have a little meeting, a powwow, and really dissect the chart and prepare ourselves to for possible questions. And it takes time because I want to make sure that when I make that phone call, when they ask me, why should I do what you want me to do? Or what's the reasoning behind this? I think When you're prepared, there's a level of trust. You gain that trust from the physician because at least they know that you actually did your research before picking up that phone call. But when they start asking you crucial questions and you can't answer, that's when you lose them. And if there are questions that I would say it's a physician level type of questions, I would refer it back to Dr. Kong because I'm a nurse and there's certain questions that I cannot answer. And I would say, you know what, I would ask our physician champion, which is Dr. Kong. She will contact you and explain it to you further trust and they feel like they have the support that you're just not calling just to criticize their work because they're already stressed as it is being in the bedside or ICU taking care of the septic patient just the fact that they have the support and then after a while the conversation became oh what should I do how can I make it better they start asking you a question how can they better chart or how can they better provide patient care So I think right now my relationship with physicians is better because we have a collaboration. I'm not saying that it's 100%, but for the most part, whenever they hear my name, oh, it's Tuesday. So they're very open to suggestions and they trust me. I think also because of Dr. Kong and because we have the support of the CMO and the
1: quality department and they know if I'm calling from quality, not just a random department in the hospital. If I'm really kind of summing up, I think that our experience really highlights what we believe to be a successful framework, and that is to begin with your assessment, your gap analysis, including that organizational culture, what has been tried, failed, and why was it unsuccessful in the past, developing your strategic plan, identifying a strong and respected physician champion as your partner is so essential and necessary. And I think throughout this podcast, we've shared very various levels of relationship and relationship building. And I think That is so important, and we can't emphasize that enough. Data transparency is part of that relationship and ensuring that we allow and create an environment where data is available, data is shared, and data is reliable. But to really bring it all together, it is truly about relationships, relationships with those on the front line, relationships within your QI team, as Tuesday stated, and really having an authentic and true working relationship. Those will be the elements that I think are so important and were the keys to our success with sepsis.
0: Well, that's all the time we have for this edition of Knowledge on the Go. And I want to thank Dr. Lisa Johnson, Dr. Tarina Kong, and Tuesday Rodriguez for joining us in the discussion. And thanks to you, our listeners, for taking the time to join us as well. And please look for future Knowledge on the Go podcasts. For Visient, I'm Marilyn Sherrill.